well, well, well. Oh, it's my last day. Not my last, it's just my last day this time around. Amen. Okay, you are the salt of the earth. If somebody tells you you are the salt of the earth, is this a compliment or this? Compliment. Why? Because you have flavor. Ha! Any other reason? Because it's needed. Because what? You're considered solid, dependent. But salt is one of these things that is necessary, but sometimes when it's too much, it becomes a problem. If you have high blood pressure, what is the first thing the doctor tells you to do? Call salt. You have a heart problem, call salt. Your leg is swollen, call salt. But salt is a good thing. So if salt is a good thing, what's the problem? One of the best fish that I've ever had, whole fish, head and all, is what? Salt encrusted fish. If you don't know what it is, Google. It's one of the most tastiest fish but it's also, it's basically a Russian roulette kind of cooking. Because basically you put the salt on the fish and cook cover it and you bake it. And the recipe, and for those who ask me for the recipe for next week, you'll get it. My recipe is put everything in when it's cooked, it's done. But you'll get a written out recipe. But if the oven is different, if even the pan, the aluminum pan you use is different, if the internal temperature of the fish is different from when you salt it, when you actually put the salt on top of it, you don't get the same result. So you are the salt of the earth. How do we as Christians follow these commandments? How do we as Christians hear the fact that we are the salt of the earth? And the we, Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. Remember, he's talking to a crowd. Who is the you? Because Pharisees and Sadducees and everybody's in there, good and bad, disciples and anti, um, the people that didn't like his message, when God says, you are the salt of the earth, brothers and sisters, how do you take it for yourself? When I first started to bake, which I don't like because it's a precise science, somebody said, you need to put a little pinch of salt to enhance the flavor. Didn't make sense to me. And since nobody had defined what pinch was, I put a big pinch of salt. And I couldn't understand why the cake didn't taste good. 
So you guys, we us, we all of those who are trying to follow Christ, we are the salt of the earth. We take that as a compliment to add flavor, to add taste, sometimes to add heat when it's really, really bland. And we have a set of commands that we follow. But how do we do it? And if we know all this intellectually, how come the world does not reflect that we are the salt of the earth? Now, how we go from salt to, to a lamp, I don't know. I don't add this question. We're talking about the salt of the earth, and now we're talking about a lamp under a bushel in a city on a hill. Last Sunday when I made soup, I did not add the same amount of salt that I would have added if it was at my house. And we had salt in a container on the, on the table. Did, did some of you add salt to it? You don't be ashamed, you can raise your hand. Some people did because the salt level went, went down. Being the salt of the earth, the way we present it to the world, is going to be different for every one of us. The result has to be the same, a better world. But the way we add it is different. When we add it is different. How we add it is different. The salt encrusted fish is added on the fish, and you basically, after baking, you could you scrape it away. There's no spices inside the fish except, I think, a slice of lime or something, or thyme. But the salt is added on the fish and part of the cooking process. When I'm cooking fish, I marinate the fish with the salt in it. The result is still a tasty fish but where I add it, and how much I add, and how long I let it marinate will give me different results. Some people don't use salt at all, which I don't understand why, but brothers and sisters, we are that salt, so where are you adding your salt to make, add saltiness to your life and to the world? Where? How? Because this is where the lamp come into play. If you light a lamp and you put it under, under the table, will it light the room? Yes or no? No. No? Really? Dimly. Dimly. It'll light the room. You know some people have lights under their beds. Don't know why, but... Maybe for the rats and cats and dogs. But it does light the room. The question is, how much lighting do you need? Or how much lighting do you want? Or how much lighting you need to give your environment? Brothers and sisters, you are the salt of the earth, but you're also that lamp. Where do you put yourself? Where are you putting yourself? How much salt do you put in the world? How much salt do you put in your life? Yes, it's a compliment. 
But then what do you do after? We say, just, oh, thank you very much. That, that's very nice of you. We need to go beyond that, thank you very much, and that's very nice of you. We have so much. We pray. So much has been given to us. And everything in our life, in a Christian life, is a community life, is asking us to share it, to give it, to show it. Not in a boastful manner. But if you're bright, it's okay, you are bright. If you have an idea, and the idea is different, and the idea will add some salt into the community, it's okay, let it out. And we don't do that. Because if we did that fully, not just that, you know, that, there's a, I forgot, what's his name? He's a, he's a chef on TV, and he always adds stuff like, with flair. I forgot his name. You know, some chefs do this. He's like, oh. We need to take a lesson from that. Sharing your gift publicly is not necessarily boasting. Accepting that you have an idea and an idea could change the world, it's okay. It's not a sin. It's okay. And that's why, that's why this gospel is telling us this morning, stop hiding and stop taking, stop hiding and use it as an excuse. Oh, I'm not going to say that because I don't want to show the people that I know much. No, I'm not going to sing, although I sing in the shower all the time and everybody in my house tell me that you have a great voice. But I'm not going to do that because... That's going to be boasting. Sometimes we fill our heads with stuff that is hiding a light. Stuff that is actually extinguishing the wonderful light you have inside of you. You are the salt of the earth. The compliment made to you. You know all the commands that you need to know to let that light shine, all of them, which are kill. What's the greatest commandment? God, it took some time. You had to find it. Love thy neighbor. Sometimes I hesitate to as, as myself, as ourselves, because sometimes we don't love ourselves. But love thy neighbor, which means give your full heart mind, and soul to your community, whether it's family, home, work. We're going to sing today this little line of mine. We all know this. It's one of my favorite songs that I hum when I'm about to commit big sins. Like I'm, my mouth is going to say something that's going to hurt. I remind myself that, ooh, this little line of mine. Which light do I want to let shine? The dark light or the bright light? Brothers and sisters, which light that's in your heart that you're going to allow yourself to put it on the hill, to be a beacon, to be a lighthouse, to call people to, to 
not just your community, but to the Christian church, to the Christian movement, to the Episcopal movement, which light are you going to use? Because that is what we are called to be, especially in the season of Epiphany. Let your light shine. You know, this is not the first time I've said this at St. Stephen, and I will continue to repeat it. You have the world at your feet. You're blessed enough to be in a very good community. I used to work in the justice system, so I, I kind of know what crime is around here and what crime, what type of crime you have at Richfield and what, what crime you have. You have a pretty low rate area compared to the rest of the state. You do have some doozies, though, but it's pretty low. So there's a level of trust in the community that others don't have the privilege to have. What are you doing with it? So if you decide to light, to shine as bright as you can, you will create even better community. Some ethnic groups don't go through ritual. We just don't. And for years, going through ritual was going to be like, ooh, do I want to go there? Never, nothing ever happened to me here. But there's that a little bit of anxiety. You are the only one that could reduce that anxiety for other people in the state. I know some people that could go straight down to New York will go all around not to go to Richmond. You have the power in your hand 